What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Josh Israel, who is the co-founder of Hapa Health. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Good. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I am looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of Hapa Health, can you kind of share what it is and what you're working on? Absolutely. Yeah, at Hapa Health, we're building Hale, which is a connected smoking cessation device. Uh, more specifically, we have a connected medical vaporizer that pairs with the smartphone app to automatically and gradually wean people off nicotine and help them quit smoking. Uh, our device contains both a nicotine and drug-free formula. And as we reduce the nicotine dose, we increase the drug-free dose, providing a consistent smoke experience. So all patients have to do is smoke our device and we handle the entire cessation process. So let's hear a little bit about um, the origin story of this. What, how'd you get into this? You know, and what, when did you start? And let's just hear, like, yeah, you know, kind of what it was like in the early days. Absolutely. Yeah. So we started the company a little over 18 months ago. Actually, my co-founder and I, we've known each other, I think about 15 or 16 years now. We've previously built a company in India over the course of four years, which we exited. And long story short, when we came back to the States, um, his, his grandmother had actually passed away from smoking due to lung cancer. And his little brother was expressing his frustration to us that he actually switched from combustible cigarettes to vaping, but found himself even more addicted to nicotine. So we were researching the market, both nicotine replacement therapies and e-cigarettes, and wondering why no one was using e-cigarette technology as a cessation tool, rather than just providing people an alternative addictive product. And that's what really spurred the idea to build the company. And it- Kind of give me an idea of like what, what an average day is for you. So, you know, you're building this company. It's been 18 months. Are you spreading the word? Are you doing R&D, fundraising? What's, what's a day in the life uh, day in the life for you? So we're not doing um, uh, any spreading the word yet, actually, because the product has to go through the appropriate regulatory channels to be approved for commercialization and sale. So it will be a medicinal product like Nicorette or Nicoderm, for example. Uh, so we do have to go through the FDA to get approved. Uh, So a lot of my day uh, consists of actually dealing both with regulatory strategy, regulatory documentation, uh, planning for both preclinical studies and clinical trials, in addition to to talking to all the partners that we're working with that are involved in that. So the folks that are working on some of our preclinical studies, uh, the regulatory folks that are working on the documentation, and the folks that are going to be running some of our clinical trials. Just getting all that strategy and planning in place. As as far as fundraising is concerned, you know, I'm happy that we closed about 1.75 million in the pre-seed round from a number of great investors. So we've kind of put aside uh, the fundraising process until our Series A, which we anticipate starting in around March or April uh, next year. So I, I have I have to ask. So you you said you you built a company before that you exited, and now you're in you're in this space. 
you know, I have no idea what it's like, you know, working within the FDA and going kind of getting approval. So, so I'm curious, what have been some of the differences um, from your last company and this company just in your experience? And also, I guess, in other words, like, what have you learned um, the second time around as you might be doing some different activities than what your first company was? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's night and day. Like the first company was completely unrelated to what we're doing now. And to be honest, you know, my co-founder and I, we were we were naive about about the path that it would take to bring this to market. So when we had the idea, we're like, oh, this is great. You know, we'll bring on some of our friends who are hardware engineers and we know how to build software. We'll put this together. And we'll start selling it, not understanding all the uh, you know regulatory uh, risks that are involved in this or the path to market. So it's been a incredible learning experience, I would say. You know, I've become well versed in the in the world of uh, regulatory kind of science and regulatory pathways and what we need to do to bring our product to market. So it's taken time. It's it's taken us bringing on the right people on the advisory board, on our team and investor side, and even on the consultant side to piece everything together um, in order to kind of bring this to the next step. But it has been a steep learning curve that, you know, I'm proud to say that both my co-founder and I have kind of adapted to. And I think we, we've really understood what it's going to take uh, to bring our product to market. And, you know, at... Obviously, you're um, you're going through this process, um, and then then you'll get louder about this. But I'm kind of curious if you were to like look out. You know, you get past FDA, you get past your Series A, and you just keep 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 building this. Um, what does this look like in like five or ten years? Or, or I guess, in other words, what's your big vision um, for how the health and kind of what direction are you rowing in every day? Number one, number one goal and mission is to become the preeminent smoking cessation product on the market. So if you look at the nicotine replacement therapy market, the products that are available now, like Nicorette and Nicoderm or Chantix, they, they just don't work. Their success rates are, you know, in the low single digits to low double digits. And that to me is unacceptable for something that is killing 7 million people a year globally, still one of the leading causes of preventable death. So number one, it's to become a dominant force in the smoking cessation uh, market and actually release a product that works and helps people truly quit. That's the number one goal. You know, our secondary goal is to really utilize our technology to potentially adapt it into other different uh, therapies, you know, whether it's opioid addiction, whether it's uh, stimulant addiction, whether it's potentially treating depression. I believe our form factor, our technology and our delivery vehicle can be adapted for for, uh, different therapies. And I would like to see our, our company go in that direction eventually. The number one goal is to really just help people quit smoking over a billion smokers globally. And we're, we're trying to help all of them live a healthier lifestyle. And to make it happen, you know, it, it'll, you know, it'll take a village, right? It, it takes, it takes a lot of work and help to make a startup happen. So, you know, for my next question, I'm curious, like how can the forward thinking founders community help you with what you're working on here? You know, are you, are you hiring? Um, uh, it sounds like you're good on fundraising, which is great. All right, but are you like, you know, looking for customers, looking for users, looking for connections in the, in the health system? How can we help? Appreciate that. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it's important to get people involved and bought into our mission that have, have seen this problem firsthand. So a lot of our investors, you know, they've seen this problem in their own families. And that's why they were um, interested to invest. And I think people across the world, you know, either if you're one degree or two degrees connections from somebody who's suffered uh, from smoking, uh, tobacco addiction or nicotine addiction. So folks who are, you know, looking at this space and looking to help their friends or family reach out to us, sign up on our website, sign up for updates. The more people that we have bought into our mission will just help us get through these hurdles. You know, whether it's talking to the regulators and saying, Hey, look, we know we've got hundred thousand people that want this product today, help us get through some of these clinical studies or whether it's, you know, when we get to commercialization, talking to channel partners like 
Walgreens or CVS and saying, hey, look, we've got a ton of people who need this. Let's put this on your shelf as soon as possible. It's people who are really bought into our mission is who we're looking for. So not just customers, but investors, uh, folks who can help us, who can help us distribute product and people just overall who believe in what we're doing is something that would be important to us. And, and last thing I would say is I've asked this of a lot of, a lot of our investors and it's kind of a crazy ask, but I would love to connect with me five years from now. So a founder who's been in my same seat, who's built a company kind of going down the same regulatory path, but who's five years ahead of me, just so he can assist us in not making the same mistakes that I probably will make going through this process. So if someone new is listening and they, they're in any of those buckets and they want to reach out and help out, you know, how can they find you? Do you have a website? Can they find you on social media or can they email you? How can someone get in touch? All, all three ways. Absolutely. Our website's tryhale.com, T-R-Y-H-A-L-E.com. You can feel free to email me, josh at havahealth.com or hit me up on Twitter. Uh, my at is I'm Josh Israel, I-M-J-O-S-H-I-S-R-A-E-L. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man.